Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Here we go. Talking about thankfulness. Thankfulness. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Always be joyful. You know, the, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So we can remain in joy. We're not going to be defeated and broken and, you know, dragging our feet. We're going to be remaining strong in our spirit, strong in our body. And so we can have it all. That's one of the things that I'm big on teaching that I let everyone know by being a Christian, by living as a righteous child of God, you can have your cake and eat it too. You don't have to, <coughs> excuse me, you don't have to be a Christian and then now you're going to be without. You're going to be without things. You're going to be without people. I mean, there are some people you should be without. But, you know, it's not like taking a step back. It's like it's so aggravated when the world kind of looks down on you for uh, getting married because it's like, oh, one person for the rest of your life. It's like, that's, that's great. I'm not trying to, to have everybody in this world. They, oh, you have kids. And they're like, oh, now you're not going to be able to do anything and your life is coming to a halt. And it's like, no, I'm operating. When you operate and do the setup that God has for you, then you should have your cake and eat it too, right? We don't need to feel like when we're married. No, when you're married to the right person, it's divine. It's joyful. It's the best feeling in the whole world. When you have children, it's amazing. It's the miracle that in the way God created you and wants you to and to multiply the earth, it's beautiful. It's not a terrible thing. And so when it talks about always be joyful, we can stay in that state and it provides strength in our life. Never stop praying, it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong in Christ Jesus. We're going to give thanks in all circumstances, all circumstances, even in the moments that we feel maybe a little confused on something or we want to look up and say, why, Lord, why? We've, we've all been in that spot. We've all had a moment. We've all had a little bit of a gut punch in our life where we're like, um, why? Like this isn't supposed to happen. Why? I was believing for a different outcome. But that's not what we're going to be doing. We're going to be taking our time because it says to never stop praying. And if you stay in that joy, you're not going to allow yourself to move over to the part where you feel no gratitude, where you feel like, you know, you don't need God. You don't need everything's, I got this by my own two hands. Okay, that, that's, that's how we um, can get, and come back to me, Maddie. That's how we get um, sometimes, and you get out of being thankful, out of being grateful. And it's a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous place to be. You know, any, any of those, those roots that stem from that, being unthankful, pride, uh, you know, all the things, anger, um, it, it all stems from how Lucifer acted when he got kicked out of heaven. 
It's all, it all stems from that seed. And so we give thanks in all circumstances. Thankfulness should be a way of life for us, naturally flowing from our hearts and mouth. Naturally flowing. I, I, there's some things I don't understand. And I don't mean like just through the Bible. There's situations that happen sometimes with people to people. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Lord, that your word says. So when you get to that state and you're like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't get what's happening. I don't know. Instead of going into that side, let's go into the side that's thank you, Jesus, for your word says and then go into why you're thankful. Thankful for your blessings. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for dying on the cross so I don't have to go to hell. Thank you, Lord, that you're my provider. Thank you, Lord, you know, for their health in my body and, and strength. Thank you, Lord, that someone else's story is not my story. If like you just went through all day long just thanking him for those things, you're gonna keep your heart and your mouth set up for the blessings of God. You won't have to, you know, go through the lack of, the, of joy and the lack of this. The lack should not be a part of our vocabulary ever. Even if you feel like in this very moment, you're not in the excess of something, don't get the mindset that lack is ever in your vocabulary or your mindset or part of your life, part of your way. It's hard, Kevin says, it's hard to thank God for something I feel like I did. It's kind of weird. Like, do I thank God for me going to the gym and getting in shape? Why would you thank God for going to the gym and getting in shape? That you're going to the gym and getting in shape it has nothing to do with God. You're, you're, you're taking your actual body, driving it to the gym and working out. All right, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. You should know this, Timothy, because look, people of God are thankful. You can tell the people that aren't, <laughs> aren't of God uh, have like an in ingratitude. Ingratitude. You've... All right. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobe disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. Ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They'll be cruel and hate what is good. They'll betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious. They will reject the power that can make them godly. Stay away from people like that. He just put in there, stay away from ungrateful people. One of the characteristics of the last days is the lack of thanksgiving. And boy, are we in the last days. One of the characteristics right there, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, just lists in the last days, there will be very difficult times. And one of them is people will be ungrateful. And gratitude has severe repercussions. I'm not going to read Romans 
um, 1, 18 through 32, but you can go turn there later because I want to get into my points today. But it talks about the downfall of a person, like a society, and then right alongside of idolatry, homosexuality, if you go look, it listed, uh, and every kind of rebellion, and every kind of rebellion is unthankfulness. Uh, in verse 21, although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. This tells us that God takes gratefulness and ungratefulness seriously. Seriously. The Bible says, if you're not going to praise me, if you're not going to enter my, my courts with praise and thanksgiving, uh, something will. You don't want the rocks to cry out. <laughs> I want to hear you. I don't want to hear a rock. I want to hear you. All right. So when we refuse to be thankful or express gratitude, our heart grows hard, right? Pride steps in because then we, we take it all for granted. It's like, I did this. I don't need to thank God. I'm the one who went to my job. I get up every day and I work from nine to five. I bring in the paycheck. I don't need to um, be thankful for, you know, whatever you're doing in your life, I don't have to be thankful for because I got this from my own two hands. It wasn't God, it was me. And so that becomes a very dangerous spot to be in. And I know um, it's so funny to me because we kind of get into November and then everyone goes into this like, um, for 30 days of, of November, I'm going to list every day that I'm thankful for. We'll do it every day of the month. That's just stupid. Like, are you um, just thankful one month out of the year? No, get into the routine. I, I, I go around my house and I thank the Lord for everything. I teach my kids everything in our home is from God. Everything, everything is from God. So I'm like, listen, <laughs> he gives us the blessing of God. He gives us the mind of Christ. We work hard. We get blessed. And so, and that's what I teach my kids is everything is from God. And we have to remain in a state of thankfulness and praise because it, it, it's a big deal. It gets his attention. And I always want to get the Lord's attention on something. I always want him to have his eye on me. I always want him to be like, look what she's doing. I want to bless her. Look what her kids are doing. I want, you know, we all know what it's like when we do something for somebody, right? Take a second to think about this because once again, we've been in this place, right? That um, we give something to somebody and um, we don't hear back. Well, okay, you're like, listen, I know I was supposed to do that for them. But man, doesn't it change your tune when somebody is, uh, congratulations, Lauren. Lauren just jumped on from Uproar Conference and her song, phenomenal job, Lauren. I just had to take a minute to congratulate you. I shared it up today. I heard it last night. Phenomenal. God's blessing you. I'm so proud of you. Uh, check it out on my Instagram. I have it. You guys can find it on all platforms. Uh, God of the possible. What a phenomenal song. Faith building song. Congratulations, Lauren. Um, all right. So how do we know how we know like, when someone gives us something and we, you know, people say thank you. It it makes you what? Excited. But then what do you want to do? 
is something to thankfulness that brings things into your life. Because I surely know I will always do what God tells me to do. So there are people that are thankful when I do something for them. And there's things, people where I've done stuff for them because God's told me, that's right, Janine, you want to do even more. And I, and I do that for them and, and I'll do it because God told me to do it. It pressed upon my heart to do it. And then someone who uh, doesn't do it, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, I mean, I'll always do what God asked me to do. But you get excited to do things more for someone who's come back to you to say, thank you so much. That meant the world to me. And it's not that everybody, <laughs> you're welcome, Lauren. It's not that everybody needs what you've given. That's not the point of giving. We don't just give to people in need. We give to people by instruction too. So there's plenty of people that I bless. I bless with money. I bless with things and they don't need it. They're, they're millionaires. They could get what I'm giving them five times over but it's the action that I'm doing it. But then they come back with thankfulness. And you're like, I wanna, I wanna do something again for them that's nice. Because that's how the Lord looks at it. You know, you're a child of God, but it surely gets his attention when you're down here going, thank you Jesus for everything. I'm so grateful. I'm entering your courts with praise. I'm, I'm entering your gates with thanksgiving. Uh, you know, thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you that I didn't have to get beat, that I didn't have to have my a, a sword, a spear in my side. I mean, we get a paper cut and we're all freaking out. Can you imagine getting whipped with glass and everything else and then nailed through your hands and then a spear in your side? So, I mean, like every day we should be thanking the Lord that he went before us and did that because he loved us so much. If that's the only thing you thank him for, but then on top of that, what? He's done so much more for us. I know that when you guys sow seeds and you, if you would just water it with thanks, thankfulness and thanksgiving, you would get a quick harvest. I know it because sometimes we can discredit. We will give something and then we second guess it. We speak against it and we're not watering the ground. But you give something and you start presenting it with thanksgiving and praise. That's going to be a, a fertilizer for your seed to to get back to you. So and in all circumstances, just like we started off with in First Thessalonians 5, we give thanks in all circumstances. You get a bad report, you thank the Lord for your healing. You thank the Lord that he's bringing you out, just like he brought the children, the Israelites out into the promised land. You thank the Lord that he's a provider. You thank the Lord that he's given us a way out, a whole book, a whole life's manual on how to get out of trouble. So you don't cave, you get thankful and you stay in that state. You remain in thanksgiving. Uh, there's the, there's the link right there, Janine. All right, so number one, thankfulness is gonna help us experience God. We always say, I want more God, I want more. <laughs> and we're all like, more, 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 more. But what are we doing on our part? What are we doing on our part? He's saying, listen, I've given you everything. I'm readily available. I'm always here to listen. I'm always here to give. I'm always here to bless. What more do you want? And we're all just keep saying, I want more. I want more. I want more. 
Okay, well, thankfulness helps us to experience God. John 1:14, and the word became flesh. We know that's Jesus. Any of you who listen to my husband's preaching, he's got a phenomenal revelation on that. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. So it opens our spiritual eyes. Being thankful opens our spiritual eyes. The more we thank him, the more we see him working around us. That's what I was saying. The more we thank him, the more we see him working around us. When we brag on Jesus, he always shows up. Sometimes we feel like uh, unqualified to speak or unqualified to go speak, you know, to somebody. And you're like, how can I go lay hands on them? I'm going through something right now. How, how can I go? Don't disqualify yourself. If he said to do it, he will empower you to do it. Did he say go lay hands on the sick? Did he say to stop praying? No, he said to continue to pray. And so when you get into that state and that mindset, that it's going to open our spiritual eyes, we operate no matter what. That's how we operate. The more we thank him, the more we'll see him working in us and around us. So always brag on Jesus. Don't ever get into a spot where you feel like um, uh, you feel like, you know, you're not qualified to step out and do what he's called you to do. Just brag on Jesus. That's all he wants you to do. He doesn't need you to be a scholar right now. He just needs you to brag on him. Uh, and, and he'll always show up. So thankfulness helps us uh, to experience God. All right. Thankfulness guards against envy. Thankfulness guards against envy. You can come back to me, Maddie. I will give thanks with all my heart. Psalm 138, 1. This is key. Thankfulness guards against envy. There's enough for everyone, right? This whole world is plenty. I hate that they try to scare us saying we're going to run out of stuff. We're going to run out of wood. Uh, I'm sorry. Have you traveled out to the Midwest? It's that it, it is just full of lumber. We're not running out of anything. This uh, city folks need to get out of the city and go check out God's creation. And you will realize we're never going to run out of anything until he says it's over and we're the world's going up in a flame. We're never running out of anything. The children of God don't run out. We have a supply. We are connected to a supply chain. We are connected to our heavenly Father. If we are if the if the if if it talks about in Psalm one, not just in Psalm one, but what we our roots even even John fifteen right the vine. If we're connected, if our roots are by the river, what stream? What's connected to us? We have a continual supply. We're never going to run out. We're never going to run out. Are we supposed to thank him before? Absolutely, Kevin. You thank him before he heals you because his word talks about it. And then you thank him as he's healing you. You thank him when it's all over and you keep praising him. You never get out of a state of thankfulness. All right. So thankfulness guards against envy. 
a whole hearty, a heart wholly uh, grateful has no room left for envy. So Psalm 138.1, I will give thanks with all my heart. When your heart is full of the right things, when you get squeezed, what does it say? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When your heart is full of thanksgiving, when it gets squeezed, no matter what's going on around us, we'll be able to be rooted firmly and speaking praise and thanksgiving. Um, Ma Maddie, Mercedes is having trouble. Maybe reply to her on there and get her email address or her name, okay? Um, thankfulness strengthens our faith. Our faith needs to be at an all-time high. Especially as this world's declining, we're going up. We're going up. We're getting stronger. We're, we're winning more, more battles. We're walking in our victory. We're walking in our authority. And so thanksgiving strengthens our faith. That's number three. God's record of faithfulness is 100%. He's never failed He's never going to fail. If you sing a song about he's never failed me yet, get the yet off the song. Any worship leaders listening, get the yet off the song. It gives us people that aren't strong in the Lord a thought, well, he hasn't failed me yet, but he might. No, he'll never fail. He's the one person in this world, in, in heaven and earth, that will never fail ever fail. His word is true. His word has stood the test of time. And I can't stand when there's a little inkling that there's a possibility that he could fail because he never can. His record of faithfulness is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Psalm 145, four through five, give thanks to the Lord. I'm sorry, Psalm 136, one, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. In Psalm 145, it says, Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Hallelujah. I love Psalm 145. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue, and I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. That's why God commanded Israel to remember his great deeds. We will need to always, always bring them up. What a testimony. What God did for my family, what God did for me as a kid, don't forget him. Thank you, Lord, that you don't change. You did it for her. You'll do it for me. I've seen you do it for him. I'm a child of God. I, I, I'm believing, and it's going to come to pass. So thankfulness strengthens our, our faith. We remember. We remember his good deeds. And then we shout it. We shout it out. Shout it out. All right, thankfulness brings a testimony that leads me into that. Psalm 105.1, give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he's done. Let the whole, uh, nope, 
Acts 10.38, Kevin. Acts 10.38. You should jump onto my husband's Bible study made simple. Um, where he teaches you how to go through the Bible properly. And um, I would check that out. It's bible.miracleword.com. Because in Acts 10.38, Jesus went around doing good, healing all that were oppressed by the enemy. There's not one time he turned someone away uh, for healing and needs. And so we have to operate by our faith. We have to get the revelation of the word of God. We have to get faith for what God's word says. So if we believe in our heart and confess. So, so you got to get the right thinking and you got to get the revelation on it. Because we never, ever have to question if God wants to heal us or take care of us. The Bible clearly states he's a good father who wants us healed, who wants us well, who wants us blessed. And um, he's given us all of the ability. I mean, in fact, that's what he died for on the cross. So take what's yours. But I, I would learn. I would, I would look into that. It's $15 a month and the, the classes close um, what's today, Maddie? The fourth. The classes close later today. Bible.miracleword.com, and um, really, really, really need to get a hold of uh, what the Bible says about um, certain topics. Okay. I don't know what you did in front of the church long ago. All right. So thankfulness brings a testimony. Psalm 67, 5 through 7. Well, we have students on here right now, Kevin, that are testing that we've, we've had it open for a few months already. It closed. Now we opened it for new students and we got ones on here now. If you're part of the Bible study made simple and you're watching this, um, let Kevin know how wonderful it is and that it's worth $15 a month. Good Lord, two coffees at a coffee shop. Are pretty much that so if you got it for coffee I would take it and go spend it on how to understand the Word of God better because this is key this is he's given us all the tools so if we're lacking something in our life we need to figure out what tool we need to get and then activate it okay all right thankfulness brings a testimony Psalm 67 uh, 5 through 7 developing a grateful heart brings incredible blessing. Incredible, incredible blessing. All right. So we did thankfulness helps us to see God. We did um, thankfulness. Uh, what was the other? I, I didn't put these uh, in order. Uh, guards against envy. We did thankfulness strengthens your faith. Thankfulness brings a testimony. Then we have thankfulness brings peace. Jesus gives a super natural Peace. John 14, 27 said, it is a gift, a gift of peace that I give to you. And since the world didn't give it, it can't take it from you. So I always teach, if our peace has been surrendered, we did that. We allowed something, someone, some report, something around us to steal our peace. We're going to be like Jesus, resting on the boat when the storm came. They had to literally shake him and be like, Master, hello, like terrible things are going on around us. And, um, you know, you're snoozing. But you know what? 
He's given us the ability to operate in peace like that. He's given us the ability to rest when there's trouble around us. You know that it, it's not, it, it doesn't make you a lazy person to rest when there's a storm. It shows you that you live by great faith. It shows you that you live by great faith. When, there's a, when things are going crazy and things aren't going your way, for you to lay your head on the pillow at night and just thank the Lord, saying, listen, Lord, I'm giving you my problems. I'm giving you my mail. You said, cast your cares to me because you care for me. And these are my cares, Lord. I want to go to bed in supernatural peace. I want to rest. Your mercies are new every morning. And so that's how we have to, to act. That's what we have to be like. Is like, listen, I'm going to rest. My faith helps me rest. My faith helps me rest. So thankfulness brings peace. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. So we don't have to be anxious about anything. We go make a petition. We go, we make a prayer. With what? Thanksgiving. Present your request to God. With thanksgiving. So you want to go and make your request known to God? What do you do? You do it with thanksgiving. And it's going to bring us peace. Peace is beautiful. You can come back to me, Maddie. Peace is, it, there's nothing like it. I love peace. I don't let anything. I mean, like it, whoop, it rises up. My kids probably laugh because it's like the moment I feel a little inkling of chaos. I don't mean like a busy schedule. We're running to the park and this and that. I mean, the moment that people get a little like worked up, I'm like, we're shutting this down right now. I will not let anything steal my peace. I'm not going to let bad attitudes, I'm not going to let a bad report, I'm not going to, we're not going to let things steal our peace. We operate in self-control. We operate in self-control of our bodies, our minds, our mouth, and some days are harder than others. I'm not saying that I walk perfectly in patience and self-control, but it's a mindset where you have to like say, whoa, I got to get myself in order, myself back in gear and, and operate that way. But making your requests known, you do that by what? Uh, with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. All right? Thankfulness brings restoration. Luke 17. This is the story of the ten lepers here healed. Right? I don't have to go and uh, read all of it, but if you start verse 11 and go down to 17, you can be restored. What was stolen, Jesus can give back to you. These lepers, what did leprosy do? It, it's eating away your organs. You're losing skin. You're missing ears. Like you're, you're, you're fading away. Leprosy eats at you. It's almost like from the inside out. It's eating away at you. But he healed 10 lepers. He didn't tell them no, Kevin. He didn't say, I'm sorry. That's too hard for me. He didn't say, I'm sorry, it's the Sabbath, I'm not supposed to work. 
That's what religious people will do. There's always a timeline and a specific time and a certain time and a special ceremony and something you have to do. No, anytime, any place, anywhere, Jesus can heal you and touch your life. And that's what Jesus did. The lepers, they said, listen, and, and, and when you read the story, one returned back with thanksgiving. One returned. And he said, stand up and go. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has healed you. And so your th the thankfulness of that one leper, it struck Jesus. I told you your thankfulness is going to get his attention, right? Right? Right here. Because he even said, he goes, wait a second. Didn't I heal 10 men? Where, where are the other nine? Where are they? Like, seriously? And he said, no one returned to give God glory except this one. And I believe making him whole restored everything. The other guys might have been healed from the disease and went along their merry way. I believe when he talks about making this guy whole, that it looked like he never even suffered through anything. Thankfulness is a major key player in our life. A major key player in our life. Thankfulness brings restoration. All right? Thankfulness destroys the lies of Satan. Thankfulness destroys the lies of Satan. <laughs> Psalm 84:11 No good thing will he withhold who walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold for those who walk uprightly. I wrote down here because I was thinking of of Adam and Eve and I wrote how the garden was perfect and produced abundantly, right? Everything. Uh, everything. But there was one tree, <laughs> just one, had the whole dang garden, okay, had it all. But there was one tree, and look what Satan focused on. He focused on the lack. Thankfulness destroys Satan's lies. Psalm 84, 11, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. See what I'm, I'm getting ready to show you here? True thankfulness for God and the abundance he gives protects us from caving to the enemy's lies. Satan focused on the lack. He focused on that one tree. He got in their ear, the one thing. They had an abundance. That was probably the most beautiful garden, the most beautiful, everything, the sweetest fruit and the water and the animals and the beauty, <laughs> the beauty. But here, here it is. Satan focused on the one thing, that one little tree. And Satan will try to do that to you. The one thing you, you you've got everything going on in your life, right? But he's going to pull one, one little thing. One thing that a fox is spoiling. One little thing that he's going to try to pull out and magnify in front of your eyes. And he's going to put you out of a state 
of being grateful and out of thanksgiving. And then you're out of, then you're out of the state of being in praise. And then you're not thanking God. You're going, well, why don't I have that? And, and why am I without? And what? One little thing. So staying in a state of thankfulness and remembering Psalm 84, 11, that he will withhold nothing, not one good thing, not one for those who walk uprightly. So you continue to do your part. God will always do his part. Amen. So thankfulness destroys Satan's lies. All right. And then that might have been all of mine. Yeah. So I was able to go through them all. Yay. So thankfulness, I'm going to repeat them. Thankfulness helps us experience God. Thankfulness guards against envy. Thankfulness strengthens our faith. Thankfulness brings a testimony. Thankfulness brings us peace in our life. Thankfulness brings restoration. And thankfulness destroys the lies of Satan. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 What we know, that's why the Bible says that we will perish our lack of knowledge, we will perish. But he's given us the ability. We have to be hungry enough to go after the things of God. We, I, I use this example all the time when I'm, when I'm preaching somewhere to let you know that the gifts God has given to us are yours. You're, just like at Christmas, your name tag is on the gift, right? You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to say, oh, I wish healing was mine. I wish patience and joy and love and the nine fruit of the spirit were mine. I wish money, I had some. I wish, you know, I didn't have to go through this. I wish I didn't have to struggle. No, he has a table with gifts on it, with your name on it. You don't walk into a birthday party or a Christmas morning and your name is big on the tag and it says Letty, and you're like, well, Letty's going, um, I wish that box was mine. That looks like, that looks like a really good gift. Everyone's going to look at her and be like, Letty, your name is on the gift. Just go over and take it. It's yours right here. Your name is on this Bible. Kevin, Letty, Bethany, Lauren, Desiree, Carolyn, Madeline, your name is on this. He says, go to it and take what I've given to you. And that's what we're going to do. We're not going to walk around decrepit. We're not walking around uh, as a victim. We're not walking around uh, wondering what we should do anymore. No, I'm not having it. People who are in my circle, they're going to feel strengthened. They're going to feel full of faith. They're going to feel love. They're going to feel wanted. I'm not having it. I'm a representation of my Jesus. And if, and if I look like everybody else, why does anyone want to know my Jesus? So we're not going to operate that way. And that's why you're sitting here for an hour listening to this and filling our spirit man up with the gift of faith so we can lay that foundation 
of thankfulness and continue to walk around and just be like in 1 Thessalonians 5. And in all circumstances, my speech that comes out of my mouth will not change. Okay? I get a terrible report. I hear a terrible thing. My speech doesn't change. I have goodness come into my life. My speech remains the same. My confession, what comes out of me, nobody's going to know that something's going on in my life that's bad. Because even if something happens to be going on in my life, I will look the same. I will address everybody the same. I will have the same confession that he's a good God and he wants to give us good gifts. And we're not going to have anything missing, anything lacking, anything broken in our lives. In Jesus' name. That's right, Lenan. Our whole church theme. Speak the word only. Speak the word only. James 1, 16 through 17, before I pray, do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good, every perfect gift is from above. So if it's not good and it's not perfect, return to sender. Don't sign for it. If it's not good and it's not perfect, don't sign for that package. Coming down from the Father of heavenly lights. Hallelujah. I've stirred my own faith up. I'm ready for a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for everyone watching, everyone listening to the replay. Thank you that you've given us life's manual. Thank you that we will not go through life anything less than what you have for us, that we are thankful. Thankful, Lord, that we get to live another day. Thank you, Lord, that your breath is in our lungs. Thank you, Lord, that healing flows through my body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I've got the blood of Jesus running through my veins. Thank you, Lord, that we have authority over the enemy. Luke 10, 19 says, you've given us all authority that the devil has none. Thank you, Lord, that I am not a victim I walk in victory. Thank you, Jesus, that you've given me faith, that I will activate my faith as my master key to hold the goodness of God in my hand. I'm pulling heaven down to earth. I'm not waiting in my mansion to live in the goodness of God. Thank you, Lord, that you give us every good and perfect gift comes down to us today in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For the ones that are watching that says, you know what, I need, I need to understand the word, word better, Lord. I ask you now to open their spiritual eyes, give them wisdom and revelation of the word of God, that they will not leave 2022 the same. They'll not leave 2022 on the same level of knowledge of the word of God, that a fire leaps into their belly today, Lord, that this is a day that they'll mark November 4th, 2022, where a new burning, a hunger, desire for the things of God comes into them, Lord. And as they learn, Lord, I ask you to give them wisdom. What they learn, they retain in the mighty name of Jesus. For we're looking head and shoulders above the rest. We are, like it says, a, a, a light in a city set on a hill, never going out. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for each and every one of us. Jesus, we're so grateful, so grateful for what you've done for us and the gifts 
that you've given to us to allow us to live a struggle-free life. And you agree with me? Say amen, amen, amen. I love you, Letty. Thank you for staying on. Thank you each and every one of you for staying on for an hour with me. You guys bless me so much. And you know what I get even more excited knowing is soon I'll get you in person. <laughs> Some of you. But I'm just saying, even when you visit, because I know a lot of people take vacation in Florida, I'll get to be with you in person. And I love that the Lord has transitioned us. You know, my husband was, was preaching on that at our Victory Tribe one night, if you were there, about transition. And I know that word was for me is to transition us. Because there is a strength and unity in doing this, you know, together. And so I appreciate that you jump on with me for an hour in the afternoon. I don't take it lightly. And so I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. I love you. I'm so excited. And um, hey, Grace, I, I, I miss you. I love you. I wish I had closer uh, a way to hang out with you one-on-one -on -one more. Uh, we'll have to work that out next year and just make it happen. Georgia is not far. We got nonstop flights. We got to make it happen. Um, and I'm, I'm just so excited. So I'm getting ready to tell you who the winner is. We're getting ready to go out. I, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to send this to you. And it looks like it's, oh, is Amber Gross still on? Is she watching? Letty, you're making me blush. Is Amber still on? Because if Amber left us, then we got to send it on to somebody else. Is Amber still on? Amber! Oh, I'm so happy you're on. Amber, can you please do me a favor? Can you please email Maddie, if you can write her on there um, so she can see it, to Jenna at MiracleWord.com. Please send her your address so we can get that shipped to you. I'm so happy you won. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You're so welcome. And I'm thankful for all of you. And I'm gonna leave you with my video.